The table blessings of my youth and childhood were rather solemn affairs. The typical, God is great, God is good, let us thank him for our food. We all know that one. Or there's another one that starts, come Lord Jesus, be our guest. Have you heard that one? And it wasn't until I went to camp that I learned the real good ones. Thank you, Lord, for giving me food. Thank you, Lord, for giving me food. Sung, of course, to the Superman theme. Those are the good ones. Except that Psalm 145 is a dinner blessing. It's sung in many Jewish families as part of the blessing for dinner. In fact, at my house, if I do a regular God is great or come Lord Jesus, I get fussed at. The thought is we put you through seminary and you can't come up with a better prayer than that. <laughs> That's typical at my house. I experienced some of the joy of that camp experience, that being in Gordon, Georgia, the light, the air, and the freedom of God's great outdoor tent, Bible study that connects with tender hearts, untethered from their technology for a week, the sharing of secrets with new friends in the inky darkness, telling secrets with one another. Psalms 145 sparkles with the joy of God's grace and God's mercy. So it is no surprise to learn that this Jewish table blessing is often sung and recited before dinner. In his small catechism, Martin Luther suggests that when it's mealtime, the children and the members of the household are to come devoutly to the table, fold their hands, and recite this. The eyes of all who look to you and you give them food in due season. You open your hands, satisfying the desire of living thing. Praise be to God. Psalms 145 becomes a comprehension, a comprehensive expression of praise for all occasions where humans experience God's grace in their lives. The theological impact of this psalm is the greatness and graciousness of God. Because God's greatness is unlimited and comprehensive, praise is unlimited and comprehensive. Christian philosopher and theologian Nicol Walterhoff has said that the Christian faith has each and every principle. This principle is that God is concerned with each and every living being. It is a vision of the faith that is both expansive and particular. God is good to all. God also upholds all who are failing and falling and rises all who are bowed down. In verse 14, God expresses particular attention to individuals who struggle, fail, and mourn. Psalms 145 holds together the dual affirmation of God's expansive care and God's particular care. 
God attends not only to the universe's grand scheme, but also to the details and circumstances of an individual life. God is the God of all things, great and small. Sweden's Dag Hammarskjöld, who I'm sure I just brutalized his name, was one of the most outstanding and highly respected international leaders of the 21st century. As Secretary General of the United Nations, he devoted the final years of his life to pursuing the principles promoted in the United Nations Charter. International cooperation and reconciliation towards a peaceful world. He viewed his work as a political role and a religious calling. On his travels around the world, he carried three things. These items were found in his briefcase recovered after the plane crash that caused his death in September of 1961. Three things that he carried. He carried a copy of the New Testament. He carried a copy of the United Nations Charter. And he carried a copy of the Psalms. He correctly understood that the book of Psalms represents nothing short of God's claim upon the whole world, that it articulates God's will for justice, righteousness, and peace among all peoples and nations. These are attributes in addition to the focus of 145's triumphant God. This is one of the Psalms I have bookmarked and I like to read often because it stirs up thoughts and feelings about God that I want to have. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. No matter how I feel as I begin to speak out loud to God and to tell God how good, excellent, and kind God has been to me, it is like God breathes God's joy and presence into my heart. When we praise God, something supernatural happens, often in our circumstances, but always in our hearts. Walls come down and enemies are defeated. Problems are solved and become more, much smaller. Darkness turns to light. Demons flee and healing takes place, all in praise to God. Depression, fear, and anxiety are cast out, and our souls are revived as we magnify the glory of God. The Lord is good to all, and his compassion is over all that he has made. Of course, we all know about discouraged feelings and spiritually dull feelings. We sometimes say that we feel like death warmed over. We all need inward revival, morning, noon, and night. And there is nothing like praising God out loud to restore our spiritual joy. The Lord upholds all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. We praise God because God tenderly cares for us, especially when we fail or feel at our lowest moments. 
Do you feel like you are falling or at a shadow place in your life? God is there to uphold you. That is who God is. If I say, if I, say I will praise you, my God and King, I will begin to live in victory. Talking this way defeats our enemies and overcomes our problems. It is the medicine we need for a broken heart, a sad heart, a worried heart. It opens our great fountains of joy and peace to flood our hearts. The eyes of all who look to you and you give them their food is due season. Praising God is one of the most critical vows we could ever make in our lives because it gets to the core problem of life. Whether we are on the throne or God is on the throne, either our comfort and security are lifted up high or God is lifted up high. We cannot have both. I choose God. We show that we put God above all others throughout our daily choices and speaking. My mouth is something that has always gotten me in trouble. It is that part of me that talks without thinking. The times when my filter is not up. It is even words that have led to threats to have my mouth washed out with soap. Praising God in my words and actions is what makes God happy. That makes God happy. You open your hand satisfying the desires of every living thing. Our praise should be great because God is great. God is the Lord worthy of much praise with grandeur beyond understanding. The Lord is worthy of our most lavish and enthusiastic praise. We praise God for God's power and creation, for God's love for us in Christ and for God's grace and our salvation. Yet we know God's power, love, and grace are far beyond what we can comprehend. The Lord is just in all his ways and kind in all his doings. We praise God because the Lord supplies our needs and satisfies our desires. This is who God is. This is how God treats us. This is how we need to speak about God. We say, God, you are gracious to me. You are so faithful to me. Your love abounds me. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. God knows our hearts and knows the truth of our hearts. When we speak to God, God listens. Jeremiah 19 says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. When you pray, I will listen. If you look for me in earnest, you will find me. You seek me, and I am found. He fulfills the desires of all who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. We praise God because God is eternal and God's kingdom is everlasting. 
Our lives come and go. We are small and fragile, yet connected to an eternal God and an everlasting kingdom. And we will be with God forever. We have come to a kingdom that cannot be shaken, and we will reign with God forever and ever. Andrew Brunson, he was American pastor who served in Turkey, was held in a Turkish prison, prison for two years. He was held on false charges of terrorism. Since his release, he has shared his profound feelings of abandonment and brokenness in prison. He, has even concern, he was even concerned that he might lose his mind. He was separated from his wife and his children, and he didn't know what would happen to him. But in prison, he decided to praise God and to even dance. He woke every morning and began to praise God, to thank God for being with him. He danced about his cell. He shouted to God in joy and gratitude. And what he found was that his whole outlook, his whole attitude began to change, and God helped him deal with the imprisonment. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. God keeps, God guards, and God protects those who love God. God watches over us day and night. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord, and all flesh will bless his holy name forever and ever. There is a flow of self-talk in our hearts every moment of every day. And there is a stream of words flowing from our lips every day. Let's determine to praise God in our hearts and in our mouths. Let us praise God every day. Amen.